Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Donald's announced that for a limited time, it's bringing back its spicy chicken McNuggets and mighty hot sauce. Because there's never been a better time to breathe heavily and lick your fingers. <laughs> it was revealed that Freddy, the world's tallest dog, has died. The cause of death has been listed as ceiling fan. <laughs> Southwest Airlines has changed their policy for emotional support animals and will now only allow cats and dogs on board. While over at Spirit, everyone's given a snake. It was reported that adult model Belle Dufine is making over $1 million a month by selling her used bath water, which is crazy because it doesn't taste that good. <laughs> Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey, happy it's not January anymore. Happy <laughs> it's not January. I like it. Are we going to be saying that March 1st? Happy it's not February anymore? <laughs> okay, well, January did drag. Like, I'm not the only one who noticed that, right? Like, a lot of people were, were thinking, oh, what are we at here? Like, the 55th of January? It, it just dragged on. No, you were absolutely correct. January usually is like a slow month. So in the midst of a pandemic, it was like just molasses. Uh, it was a molasses month. So I'm with you. I'm excited about, which is weird to be excited about February, but that's okay. It's a short month and I don't want to fast forward time or anything because it's precious and wonderful and blah, blah, blah. But I also kind of want to fast forward time because yeah. our, our numbers are getting better and uh, people are seeing some light at the end of the tunnel in terms of, hey, it's going to be spring soon. There's a little bit more to do soon, hopefully. Restrictions might lift a little bit more and give us that awesome summer vibe that we had last year so i get it and i need people to have the glass half full we all do so if that's what gets you through thinking about hey we're almost there you can you can see it that's fabulous do it you mentioned restrictions are coming down and it's amazing perspective from different people Uh, some people feel like oh my god they're just putting in all these new travel restrictions it must be getting worse and then there's other people who look at the number of daily infections coming down and they look at the the constantly decreasing number of active cases. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost kind of wondering how they're going to keep us in the state we're in. It, it seemed like a really weird time on Friday for Justin Trudeau to come out and say, we're going to cancel all the flights. Well, I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad idea, but. Why now? Like, you guys have had 10 months, 10 months to shut this shit down. How are we just here now? I don't know, but there's a lot of theories about why the announcement came now. Um, Oh, they're covering up for something else, covering up for a different thing. Um, Maybe now's the time to do it to try to make them look good. I mean, I don't know what the real answer is. I'm, I'm... I'm glad they're taking the steps, uh, but I, I, I do have to agree that I'm also wondering, well, if that's, if that's a measure that was possible, then why did we not do it from the yeah. beginning? I understand completely shutting down everything. I learned a lot about the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in terms of movement. Okay, so you maybe you can't shut down absolutely everything, but this would have been a good start 
a long time ago. Yeah, we might not be in this mess had we shut down the incoming international travelers a while ago. Uh, The UK variant is called the UK variant because it was initially only in the UK. Mm -hmm. Clearly, somebody from here went there and brought it back. Or someone from over there just plain came here. And they slipped through all of the... Well, I shouldn't even say all of the, because there weren't that many checks and balances on international travel. So they got in with the virus, and now it's circulating here. Same with the South African variant. I mean, if we had shut the, the airports down, it couldn't have got here. And I get that people have a right to come home. No matter where in the world they are, they have a right to come home. But I think it should be through America. I think we should have no incoming international flights unless it's cargo. If you're just a passenger... Go ahead and land in New York or land in California, whatever, and then take a flight from the U.S. to Canada. And that way we can focus all of our efforts on just making sure that the people who come here are supposed to be here and that they don't have the virus. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty hefty fee they're charging, by the way, Kat. $2,000. When you arrive in Canada now, you have to go to a government-approved hotel and you have to quarantine there until your test results come back. Mm -hmm. And then... Who knows what happens after that? If it comes back negative, you can go home and finish your 14-day quarantine. Or if it comes back positive, you have to stay in the government hotel. Mm -hmm. And when they say government hotel, I think this is my problem with it. Are you getting a very um, uh, police state, jail-y kind of vibe from any of this? Because I'm feeling it. Yeah, I think that it is. And people are wondering about the price tag. If I'm not mistaken, it's because it's going to include everything to you, right? They want to make sure that you you stay in there. I think it'll probably be surveilled. Let's put it that way. Maybe not policed. They don't want that. But like, absolutely, there's going to be surveillance to make sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and staying in your room. They also are going to feed you and it's going to be their choice. Probably maybe you'll get to pick from a menu of items. But I assume it's not like you're sitting there ordering Uber Eats to this place and getting your pick of the whatever you want. I think it's going to be like this. This is your these are your choices for food. But we're in control of who's dropping the food. Like, that's how I see it. I don't know if that's it, by the way. We haven't really heard all the details, but the price tag is going to include all those things. They're going to claim, well, we need to thoroughly clean the rooms, you know, before and afterward. And that costs extra money. And we need to make sure of this. And that costs extra money. So they're making it really hard for people, which is the point, really hard for people to to really travel at all right now. And again, if you could do it before, I don't know why you just didn't do that before. It seems to me like they're just trying to make the price tag seem intimidating so people don't want to do it. Yeah. You know who I'm thinking about here, though, is the people who are already away. There's people right now down in the Caribbean who heard that press conference on Friday and thought, oh, fuck, call Air Canada. Let's get home before this kicks in. And there's snowbirds that have those condos down in Florida or a vacation property or a timeshare in Arizona, whatever. They were planning on staying typically until about March. And as soon as it starts to warm up here, then they come back here until next winter. If you were planning to stay until the middle of March, you're stuck there now until April the 30th. Or 
you can pay the $2,000 fee. Yeah. Well, look. Is that fair? Because yeah, it wasn't like this when they left. Yeah, it's such horseshit, though. Like, come on. You can't tell me. What are you, vacationing over there under a rock? You can't tell me you weren't paying attention to what's happening back at home, wherever you are, and knowing. We always get a heads up about this kind of thing. We did in the beginning. You might remember when they did that. Everyone, you need to come home. Right? You remember that? Oh, yeah. It's the same shit. You knew that this was going. There's no way that you seriously thought, hey, I'm away, but it's all good. We're going to be able to get home. It's fine. Do you not learn anything from wave one? No, you don't fucking trust that to be the case. You should know that measures might be in place. So I don't feel bad for any of them. I kind of do. And and the reason is that they are down there. and, And sure, we've got Justin out there. If you're away, you need to come home. Remember that? But there was nothing that made you come home. I mean, if you wanted to come home, they made you pay for your own flight. Okay, you were going to pay for your own flight anyway. Now, though, I mean, if you decided, I'm going to go down to Florida and stay at my condo. I'm going to ride this out in some nice warm weather. Maybe I'll even be able to get a COVID shot while I'm down there. Okay, you do that every year anyway, whether you're at your Florida home or your, your Ontario home, doesn't really matter. But when you come back now... You're not exactly coming back to a friendly homecoming. Since you left, they've changed the rules, moved the goalpost, if you will, and it's going to cost you an extra two grand to stay in a government hotel for three days. Mm-hmm. And you got to get a COVID test down there, which you have to pay for. Yeah. So, I, I mean, it, it's adding up, is all I'm saying, is uh, if, if yeah, you have they, a place in Florida, you got to get back like in the next day or two. Yeah, it was all an option to go, though. You you knew the risks. This didn't happen out of nowhere. So I don't, again, I don't feel ten, that bad. You should know it's a risk. Ten months of no travel restrictions. You could come and go. And then all of a sudden, flip the switch, two days notice. To me, that doesn't necessarily seem fair. I, is there like a an email list? Like, can Trudeau just call up the distribution list for snowbirds and say, hey, you better hurry the fuck up and get back here? Oh, they're not reading that fucking email. No, they're not. They're at the beach drinking a margarita. And I just feel bad, I guess, for the seniors in particular. Those seniors who are down there and they've had that vacation property for years, not necessarily well off, probably on a fixed income. Their big treat once a year is a flight down to Florida and then a flight back. Okay, well, when you're coming back now, it's an extra 2K plus, 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 then plus. Then just stay there. Then if they have a place and they're that lucky, just stay there and ride it out, you know? And that's the thing. You've got a choice to make. I can go back when I was going to come back, or I can be forced to stay down here in Florida until at least April the 30th. And one thing that we've learned through all of this is that when they say a date, that's usually not the date. It usually ends up getting pushed back. It could be, uh, I don't know, could be Canada Day, could be the 4th of July. Uh, It doesn't matter. All of America will be vaccinated by the 4th of July. We're still sitting here waiting for shots to come in. Although there is a new one that's been sent to Health Canada for approval, and there wasn't a lot of fanfare to this one, so I'm not sure if we should be excited about it or not. But Novavax applied on Friday for the green light from Health Canada to distribute their vaccine. They say this one is effective against the British and South African variants of COVID. Their application came just two weeks after Ottawa finalized an agreement with the company for 52 million doses of the vaccine with an option to purchase another 24 million. Hmm. Hey, that's a good question. Why are we spending so much money on these vaccines? I mean, if you add up all the millions of vaccines that we've bought, if they all actually get delivered, we've got way, way, way more than we need. Are we buying them so that we can give them to other countries? Are we going to flip them and resell them like a house? Yeah, it's totally possible. I could see that happening. Why not um, improve your 
relationship with other other places, especially those who are not as well off as Canada is, and do something good. And yeah, I, I, I could see that happening. I'm wondering, though, is this going to be like or become? We don't know, by the way, still, if we got to take this yearly, okay? So this could be a yearly shot, like a flu shot kind of thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know. And yep. there could be different variants. That's what the flu is, by the way. People are freaked out about the variant thing. That's like what the flu is every year. They give you the flu shot based on what they assume is going to be the strain that will affect people most. So is it going to be like an a la carte thing? Like when you go to the doctor's office where it's like Moderna, Novavax, Johnson & Johnson, are they all going to fight for them being the best? You know, like this is the one you got to take because ABC or are we right now just at the stage where we don't give a fuck. Give me a shot so I can carry on with my life. Don't care who, what the, who what's on the label. Don't care. Stick it in my arm. <laughs> there are some people, but others have a strategy about it. There's some people who have full blown figured out that, OK, so I know the Johnson and Johnson one is coming in, say, uh, that should start to arrive in May. So I'm going to hold off, even though I can get the Pfizer one now, I'll hold off until the one shot Johnson & Johnson one comes out in a few months. Other people, they just want what's available right here and right now. Others probably want something that's not even approved yet. I mean, the amount of thought that's gone into this by some people, and some of these people are fucking dumb. Like, I- I'm amazed that they can get to work and hold down a job, but they've done so much research into the vaccines that I'm actually kind of impressed. <laughs> Not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, how different is Super Bowl going to look this this Sunday? Ooh, good. Normally question. there'd be a lot of parties, but yeah. I think people are kind of avoiding the whole gathering thing, aren't I, they? Yeah, I think for the most part, people are. They won't bother with like, oh, let's watch on Zoom together, guys. Like, it's not going to happen. I'm sure that no. way. But I would imagine if you are okay, so we'll give you my husband as an example. Massive Bucks fan has been waiting for the Bucks to get anywhere close to the Super Bowl for years. But he's been Tom, waiting a while, hasn't he? Entered Tom Brady, and here we go. Right now, everyone's jumping on the bandwagon, but that's fine. So he's, as you can imagine, over the moon. We can't have a party, otherwise, we, uh, you know, if the situation wasn't as it is, we would have definitely had a party. We would have had a lot of people over and celebrated and everything else. So. We're not doing that, um, but we are going to go out of our way, and I don't even care about the football game. I'm here for the halftime show. I'm going to watch that, and I'm excited about it, but we're already planning what foods should we We haven't decided yet, mind you. Do we go all out and order you know, takeout from a restaurant that we've always wanted to get, spoil ourselves in that way, or do we make a big feast? So I think people will still do like celebrations, but obviously not when it comes to many people. I've decided that I'm just going to sit and watch the game like I typically do and not do anything different other than there won't be any people over there and I won't have to get up every 10 seconds to get somebody else a beer or pour them a glass of wine. So I'm still doing the same amount of food, the same type of food. Chili's getting made on Saturday night. There's going to be nachos, pizza, wings, the whole nine yards. The problem is there's so much food and I'm good with it, but it's just me eating it. So <laughs> I'm going to be having gross leftovers for a very, very, very long time. Oh, don't bother with the nachos. They're not good soggy. And- mm, okay, so funny you should bring that up. Tortillas tend to get soggy after a certain amount of time, particularly when they're covered in cheese. <laughs> But if you reheat them in the oven, it's a lot better than reheating them in the microwave. If you reheat them in the microwave, I mean, you're just asking for like tortilla soup. and It's awful. Just stupid. So I'm looking forward to it, Kat. Bring on the Super Bowl. Uh, There are a few other things that we can look forward to because let's talk about hope for a second here. Warmer weather, not far off. Tomorrow, Groundhog Day. 
And even though Groundhog Day means nothing and that little rodent has no idea whether or not it's going to be an early spring or six more weeks of winter, there's still a little bit of hope. Tomorrow's the day where if the groundhog says it'll be an early spring, you feel good about it. If they say six more weeks of winter, instantly you start hating on the groundhog itself. Fuck him and his winter prog. He doesn't know shit. But if he says early spring, you get excited. After that, we have Super Bowl on Sunday. We have two weeks to go until the family day long weekend. And Valentine's Day is just a couple days away. Yeah, and that's during that long weekend too, which is extra nice. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Let's uh, look a little further down the line. March break, just around the corner, which is quickly followed up by St. Patrick's Day. You know, it's only three weeks until the Shamrock Shake comes back, and I'm here for it. I love it. Are you, you're not a Shamrock Shake person. No. We have this conversation every year, don't we? No. No. You don't like you, it. All of it for you. Hey, I'm happy for you. Oh, thanks. Uh, if you are a fan of television, and some people are, Clarice is the spinoff of the Silence of the Lambs movie. That series starts next Thursday. The Bachelor is getting, uh, they're whittling down girls every single week. I'm nervous about tonight, by the way. It looks like it's just going to be another stinker of an episode. Yeah. And I'm going to hate myself for having yeah. dedicated so much time to it. Yeah. Award season is coming up, though. The Golden Globe nominations come out on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Good news, that's right? right? Yeah, and I like, and I'm down for awards. It's not going to look the same, I'm sure, but that's okay. I'm down for award season. There's less to pick from, but that's whatever. It's something. It's entertainment. Mardi Gras coming up. We get Easter just uh, about two months away. See, there's lots of reasons to be hopeful and optimistic, guys. Sure. The glass is half full. Did you have a good weekend, by the way? Yeah, I didn't I mean, even ask you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I did. I, I, it was so cold, and I did a little. You know, I did a couple of winter walks with the kids. It's always hard with the kids because you want to do things, but you can't do anything with them. But you got to get them outside, give them some fresh air. So we did a nice little walk around uh, downtown Galt area. I got a bakery I love there, so I stopped by and grabbed some keto treats from them. Sugar Daddies, for those wondering, great spot. And uh, yeah, I. Oh, you know what I did last night actually. I thought I wasn't going to like it, but I did a games night over Zoom, and I know most people are going, oh, fun, but I will strongly recommend, because I actually had a lot of fun with these games, Jackbox. Look up Jackbox. They have different party packs. We did like a murder mystery uh, quiz thing, so what you do is you connect over Zoom, but you actually play individually on your phone. And you have to guess certain things as you go. Some of them are drawing contests. Some of them are just straight up quizzes. You have to face each other. In the end, there's a final death round and then they kill you off. That's just one of the many games you can play. There's all kinds of different trivia games on there. But it's actually a lot of fun because you get to actually talk with each other while you're playing it. And then the individual picking is on your phone. So you don't have to worry about connection or this person taking over and that person then taking over it's all on your own phone which i love so again i'll mention uh jackbox i really enjoyed it actually so that was the first time playing games and not hating it actually over zoom <laughs> yeah it was you get, fun 
You've got way more patience than I do because that just does not sound like fun to me. If one of my buddies said, hey, we're going to do a games night, I would start looking for new friends. No, I'm telling you, like, same thing. I thought that it wouldn't be good. I'm like, here, here we go. Like, this is not, like, I'm not sure if I'm going to like it. And we all, but but it was my, my sister-in-law and her husband were like, trust me, this is fun. But we need more than two players to do some of this. Because you can play two-player games or four-player. They're like, let's try this one. It'll be fun. I was addicted. Like, if it wasn't so late by the time we finished, I would have played more and more. Like, it was actually a good time. So I do recommend it if you're looking for something different to do. Other than just a chat or whatever other, I don't know if anyone else is doing any kind of games. But... Um, a couple of people DM me when I posted it on my Instagram story saying I've been looking for something like this. So it's a good option. So what's it called again? Jackbox. Jackbox. Yeah. You can buy this anywhere? Yeah. You, it's all through your phone. All through your all phone, through all online. Phone. Okay. It's just a, it's a package. It's a virtual games package is what it is. And tons of different games are on there. And the, I forget the pack number that we, I feel like it was party pack. There's a number to it, party pack seven or something like that. But there's a bunch of different ones. Just take a little quick look through each party pack and see which games are more interesting to you. Some people like, you know, mathematic quizzes, like, Hey, if that's your thing, all the power to you. Mine was, uh, I did a murder mystery. There was a trivia one and uh, like a drawing one. So yeah, find one that works for you. People ask me all the time, can you post more photos of your dog? So I posted another picture of Charlie this weekend on my Instagram. It was Charlie with a panda bear. For some reason, uh, the person whose house I was at thought, you know what? Your dog would like a panda bear because he kind of looks like a panda bear. I was fucking shocked, cat. You can't tell where the dog ends and the panda bear begins. He's got perfect panda colors. So, I love it. So has he completely destroyed said panda? Or how is it working in terms of like your shoes? Are they okay? I haven't asked yet. Is he a little, uh, is he into that kind of shit? Charlie is a bit of a chewer and I get that he's teething. So I'm trying to give him a pass in a way. Uh, he does like to chew on my slides, you know, flip-flop type dealies. So I keep those at the back door in case I have to go outside. So he likes to chew on those. He loves stuffed animals. And I'm sure... Most people who have a dog can understand that when you give a dog a stuffed animal, it's like you're challenging them to see how quickly they can destroy it and how badly they can kill it. So I set that panda bear down and I snapped a photo and then I went to the washroom and came back and he already had an ear off. And I thought, okay, time to take away the panda bear. I hope you had fun with that because now you fucked it up for yourself. No more panda bear because you wanted to destroy it. And it was funny, actually, because I talked to him like that. Well, now I got to take the panda away. Are you happy now? You ripped his ear off. Fuck. Charlie, this is why you can't have nice things. It was probably ridiculous to somebody watching it, me trying to reason with the dog. But I did post that picture if you want to see it. Uh, Last thing we'll do here quickly is uh, we got to change the rules, Kat. I, I think we need to change the rules either in favor of employees or less in favor of government employees. Because it's now been confirmed that our now former Governor General, Julie Payette, who had to leave under a cloud of controversy, who resigned, wasn't fired, resigned, is going to be allowed to keep her expense account for life, which includes $206,000 a year, and she's going to get a pension of $150,000 a year. For life. She was on the job for three years and quit. Yeah. Why? If I work in a private company and I quit, I get fuck all. There's nothing there for me. Why does a government employee, the governor general, if you will, 
get one hundred and fifty grand a year for life and a two hundred six thousand dollar expense account. It is beyond me. I I I don't understand it. When when whenever we hear anything about people being let go and doing, by the way terrible things and even though we don't have all of the details to this we know enough that it was pretty bad so how do you possibly in a way it's almost i i know it's not meant to be or or started as a reward system by any means it's just there i don't think it's right that you Hmm. should have access to that after what happened i don't i think that there should be like a separate um somebody has to intervene between the firing the letting go and you receiving it, a judge of some kinds, an ombudsman, I don't give a shit, that comes in, assesses the whole situation and says, based on you being a complete fucking asshole, you're actually only going to get 10% of this. How about you don't get any of it? If you quit, you, you quit well, that's what I under mean. a cloud the, of controversy. The bigger prick you are, the zero, the less you get. The, the most insane accusations, should you, if, if, that's, if it ends up being true, you shouldn't get anything at all. Exactly. It's so frustrating as a taxpayer. Like... You know, it's one thing to watch all of our money flying out the door for this, that, and the other thing, especially during the pandemic. But then to slap us in the face with, we've got to give this chick a hundred and fifty grand a year for doing nothing, for not being our governor general, and a two hundred and six thousand dollar a year expense account. Like, at what point does someone have just an ounce of integrity, Julie Payette? At what point do you have some integrity and say, you know what? I screwed this whole thing up. I didn't even serve as long as I should have. There's a lot of people who are quite upset because of how I acted at Rideau Hall. So I'm going to forego the expense account. I'll take the pension, forget the expenses. Or some compromise like that. I don't think she'd do that. A lot of the people in those situations know full well it's going to be hard to find any kind of employment after the fact. So they're not going to give up that money. Well, it's bullshit. And and maybe you're right. Maybe somebody with some common sense should just step up and say, hey, hold on a second here. I, the, the way it was written initially was for someone who has served their country and been the governor general and, and done all the shit that goes along with that role. They get that perk at the end. Not someone who has to quit under a cloud of controversy and made a lot of people quite upset in the process. I just don't understand why there's not a little bit of common sense here. But anyway, uh, the governor general will continue to get a portion of your tax dollars for the rest of her life, everybody. Sit there and think about that for a little while. Think about that for a little bit. And on that, I think we're done. Yeah, I think so, guys. Uh, Have yourselves a great day. We'll be back on tomorrow to talk about all kinds of things, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> the Bachelor day. included, because I, 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 it seems scary tonight. Like even the preview looks awful, so I might be in I a just, mood tomorrow. I'll be honest, though, that's great. I'm glad this is not going to be good then, because you'll be in a mood because of that. I'm going to be in a mood because of Groundhog Day, because you know I fucking hate it. So yeah. it's uh, it's uh, allow us to vent with you tomorrow. Is that a good way to promote t- Tuesday's podcast? <laughs> Cat's not someone who necessarily believes that regular people should own firearms, but if she uh, gets close to that Groundhog. Fire away. <laughs> click, click, boom. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, uh, Willie, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs>